0: Ladies and
1: gentlemen, (laughs) we skipped the intro. We're jumping right in today. Welcome to Gym Owners Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about marketing, advertising, and how it doesn't need to be the big, scary, digitally confusing mess of shit that you're used to thinking of. When guys, gym owners, when you guys think about running ads, you should just, usually when we talk to people about running ads, fear thing comes up. I don't know about that. I have to hire it. It sounds expensive. It sounds this. And by the way, that is pretty much all true but the landscape of marketing is changing it always has changed like all things fitness and all things in the world what is old eventually becomes new what is outdated eventually becomes cool and there are ways far beyond just running facebook ads that confuse you in a system that you don't understand and spending money that hurts your goddamn feelings that on something that you don't understand and so we're going to talk about those things today how to take marketing into the real world and have it work for you guys before we get going make sure you follow the show on instagram at the gym owners podcast you can follow me on instagram at tyler Stone and john over there hi john how can they find you
0: hi tyler you guys can find me on instagram at jbanksfl
1: use the link in the description And you're going to find a Facebook group where we have the gym owners revolution. So we've got a community of gym owners. We're building a big network of gym owners able to uh, bounce ideas off, you know, come up with best practices, figure out what works, what doesn't work and share some stories. So let's get into it. Marketing. John, one of the things we talk about with gym owners all the time is when are we ready to to run ads? I got to run ads. Do I need to run ads? I hate running ads. I don't know about it. Most gym owners. Don't want to and probably shouldn't be messing with Facebook ad manager. Correct?
0: No way. I'm not unless you have a whole bunch of time to learn a whole bunch of shit. And continue to learn it. That's it. There's nothing that's been more um, extreme when it comes to marketing and ad spend. When you start talking about Google ads or Facebook ads or any of this digital marketing piece, the goalposts get moved All the fucking time. And it's really not clear. How much have we. Tyler you've done so much work. In the social media space. Specifically. Of creating content. And building brands. I feel like. The work that we've done together. 30% of the time. You were just updating us. On how the algorithm. Was Mm -hmm. shifting. And how nobody's really fucking sure. What it is. And it was constantly changing.
1: Basically running any internet ads on social media, even just doing conventional free organic social media action, trying to get yourself a little bit of traction is kind of like playing the game of basketball where the rules always change. Meaning the way you're going to prioritize, the way you play the game is going to change a lot with three pointers are now worth six points. If free throws are worth four, but then all of a sudden that changes and those are worth one, but layups are worth four. This becomes very different. Your, prior, your resources have to change, where you put your efforts need to change. The way you play the game has to constantly change because the rules, not only the rules of the algorithm, but literally the rules of what you're allowed to do for ads, how it starts putting, what your money actually gets you and the different categories that you can play in changes fucking almost every week. When I was really, really hands on with that type of stuff on the back end, and you spend some time there too, in Facebook ads, when we're like crawling through running ad campaigns and doing this stuff. What you find is that you have to be completely plugged into what's going on in that world. Constantly, I was having to listen to podcasts, probably two or three of them a day yeah. on just the updates to the system. And then I would have the ideas of how to play the game a little better. And then two weeks later, whatever concepts I was building my strategies around would have to be changed because the rules change again. The rules change again and now you gotta be this tall to ride. And it's just everything, it's it's really frustrating and I don't blame gym owners for wanting to keep, to either stay away from it or doing the other thing which is just being really hands off and throwing money at the problem. If you got money, you need a market, you should be marketing, you should be trying to get people, you should always be trying to get new people. Um, but what are you gonna do if it's confusing? and? Too, too confusing for you to start sinking money into. What is the solution? Right? One of the guys we work with directly on ads, the amount of money that he charges is a lot. You're gonna ha- you, he requires you to spend anywhere from two to $3,000 a month in ad spend alone. And also, it's $12,000 upfront for him to set up everything to operate it, and then to run it during that first three months, meaning you're looking at 18 to 20 grand to to go. You got the pockets to start that with your gym to just for three months and hope that it works. What if your offer sucks? What, what if you're- Totally yeah, do, irrelevant. You know How many $150 memberships you got to sell to pull that off, right? That's tough. And then how do you fulfill at that rate? This is, this is where we run into that whole issue with how you got to have all your ducks in a row. So you don't have to do this high stakes confusing game that you're running in blind to. What you can do. Is a lot of traditional marketing stuff. We talked about in the beginning, what's old is new.
0: And Facebook is really good at marketing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So because this is the platform you are at, because most of your members are there and clients, and this is where a lot of the communication is happening. And whether you're on Instagram or Facebook, you are getting solicited to run ads all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as though... The digital marketing piece of what we're talking about has become synonymous with ads. But it wasn't that long ago when I thought of an ad. It wasn't Facebook or Google. They were the commercials that I was trying desperately to skip with Tebow. Yeah. Like that's what advertising was. It's like, oh shit. Or, it's whatever the really annoying fucking commercials were on the radio that prompts me to then change the channel. Yeah. And it is also the reason why I have a premium Spotify subscription. Yeah. So I don't have to listen to the ads.
1: Yeah. It's also the, the same reason why I have the, I, I, every, I can afford it, but I still every one to three months create a burner Google account so that I can have YouTube premium. <laughs> Cause guys, YouTube, if you're still watching ads on YouTube, you're fucking <laughs> up. Just create a frivolous YouTube, YouTube account over and over and over and over again. You don't have to pay it. It's like 15 bucks and it is worth it if you watch a lot of YouTube, but back to the issue. hand. In- Marketing is kind of off-pitting putting because it's everywhere. If you're seeing ads all the time. But there's ways to do it that are a bit more if – you, if you put your gym in this place and your offer and your good communication style in some of these places, you're going to see it like, man, this actually would be pretty appealing, I think, to an end user.
0: Well, it, and, it's more accessible than people realize. Yes. To do yes. good marketing doesn't have to be paid advertising and it sure as fuck doesn't have to be digital.
1: And it doesn't have to be intrusive. Digital advertising is intrusive and it sucks. TV advertising is intrusive and it sucks. Uh, radio advertising, okay, well, I have podcasts. I've, placed my, I've voiced my immense distaste for radio and where they're headed for a lot of years. right? So you can spend your money on radio. There's plenty of places where you can get good return on it. I'm not interested. okay? Your gym can do good with radio ads too. right? But just understand where the hell are they getting their numbers from? Think about that, right? Can they tell you that anything's, I don't fucking know how many people are listening to this. So you can dip your toes in that water. Don't jump in head first, but that's not a terrible idea. You want to have some talk, talk about it. Run a thing during a busy time, during the commute. Have a, have some good copy. Figure out how to make a good offer and then just see. You can try, you should be trying things at like almost anything. You should be willing to try it. And see what happens because that is—I hate to break it to you—even if you get into the digital marketing space and you're running Facebook ad campaigns, do you know what that consists of? Trying a thing, seeing how it works. Trying a different version of it, seeing how it works. Leaning into the one that works better, and then splitting that into a few things, and then the rules change. You do that. Over, this is—that's what that is—is is constantly just trying a new thing, on a same on a on a like platform.
0: Oh, and also, Tyler, if it's an election season you might as well stop touching Facebook completely.
1: Yeah. Let's be real. We have we have midterm elections coming up in two months. You think, how many people are looking to Facebook to like have positive interactions? None. They're either looking to ignore everything that they're seeing, post pictures of their kid. Like they're definitely not interested in fucking feeling positivity or trying to make a change in their life. Not That's not what Facebook's for right now. Facebook is to weaponize your fear and rage and make sure that you hate the people around you. And don't turn that hatred towards the government, because this is the year you got to pick your favorite. And so that's how this goes. So Facebook's going to suck for at least two months, and probably you'll have a little bit of a lull where it'll be less divisive. I doubt it, I doubt it. Um, and then in two more years, it's going to be that way again for probably eight months as we take a big run up at elections. So that's what Facebook's going to be for. Facebook is for rage and fear. <laughs> okay. So I don't think you're selling either of those. at your gym, but let's talk about what you mentioned radio, Tyler. Oh, go go ahead. Go ahead. Yep.
0: You mentioned radio and why is radio, even though, like you said, you've given negative opinions about radio and the direction it's going, but that's certainly from our perspective of where we live, kind of more in a digital space. If you are a local brick and mortar gym and you want to reach the people in your community, that's where radio starts to come in. Yes. Yeah. What, and there's what, more. So if we think about those traditional ways of reaching people, I mean holy shit. Yeah. I if live you, in a neighborhood where a bunch of people still get a goddamn newspaper.
1: Yeah. If you get if you if you want to jump on the real value for a lot of people, if you want to make a global brand, a national brand, a regional brand, Facebook's your best way to reach a million people. You don't need to reach a million people. You can't service a million people. Or you don't want, unless you're trying to make an influencer play, you gotta be more interesting than you probably are you know, it's the truth, but radio, guess who's listening to radio people within that range. That's a, that, that immediately narrows it up. That's why it had value in the beginning, right? Yeah. My issue is with the metrics, meaning you're going to have to very much quantify, find out everybody that you do close from that campaign or whatever that specific offer is that you track what you spent on those ads that you run with radio. And you need to know like the outcomes are attru- able to be attributed to that campaign whatever that may be, maybe just a specific offer that you send out for the radio. Maybe it's just a 15% discount on your first month, just to get there, whatever that is, you need to know, or you need to be asking everybody who comes in your door. It's another good reason, something you should do anyways oh how'd you find out about us or what made you come in here today but you need to know that needs to be a boxes check i got a lead that came in this week this one was from radio i closed them at this rate this one was from a facebook post this one was a referral you should be tracking all of that stuff my issue with radio is if you don't track that yourself if you're just talking about your business say come on down and say hi oh, we do this and we do that if you don't have an offer that you can really pin down to you have no fucking idea because they're going to tell you that 200,000 people heard your ad today and they don't have a fucking clue. Okay. And a lot of it's offices and airports and shopping malls and gyms with 50 people. Like, like those numbers that they give are not, are the numbers they're going to give you are bullshit. Okay. And you can't, and they're going to give you the numbers you want to hear, which is the same thing Facebook does. It's like chasing reach. Okay. You're not selling reach. You're selling memberships and services. So if what you're putting out there doesn't convert to memberships and services that you can track where it came from, it's not worth your effort. So, but that needs to apply to everything that you do, meaning... Let's go to some easier. Here's a concept that was brought up to me via, um, this was a guy, it's a WTF, Stuart Browers, WTF Gym Talk. He's he's probably like a direct competitor to us on a lot of things, but he's been in the game a long time. He knows his shit and I'm not going to fuck. There's one thing I appreciate more than anything else that I respect more than anything else. It's a goddamn good idea. All right. There's some, I will never shit on a good idea because it wasn't mine. I'll tell you that. So one of the things he brought up, he's like some of these really traditional marketing pieces, like if you're gonna have pop-up classes, which is the thing that kind of works, right? But don't pop up in your gym, like outdoor park, park class that you do, to be seen. What is the purpose of having running Facebook ads? To be seen, running ads on TV, to be seen. So people know your gym, right? They know that it exists. They see it, they see the people. So doing pop-up classes in your fucking gym is just, you might as, what's the point? What is the point? I don't know like we're, we're popping up where to
0: hope people are going to wander into the place yeah, they already I don't get it I going. don't
1: get it yeah so you're not attracting mm-hmm. anyone new It just is a free class which is fine mm-hmm. but if you're going to do something like that when the weather's nice right outside in the park park workouts are great they you, you can be very approachable it can be fun cardio stuff a little bit yes you're not going to go out there and do max squat reps and clean and jerks and shit in the park It's not going to attract anyone. But if you want to attract some normal people with a product you have that I hope works for regular folks, if you're selling fitness to fit people, good luck. I hope you got a big market. But those park workouts are great. But one of the things, you can't just be out there a bunch of people exercising in the park. You also don't want to have your park workouts feel exclusive to where it's just your members working out outside. How do you get over that? There was a... There was a, one of the local spots in town It's run by the YMCA. So I kind of don't give a fuck about their thing. It's a, it's a business. It's, it's a CrossFit gym. That's nonprofit. So it's this, I kind of don't care. Um, cause whatever, they're kind of cutting the throat of traditional yeah, I was business. Say. It's very low standard. It's I'm not into it, but they had their little thing where they had this little spot downtown and they did their workouts and they were doing the thing, but it was like just their members getting to work out outside. Like how welcoming is that? Everybody's in their costumes, their fitness costumes, sweating and dying and looking hard. How many new leads are you going to get from that? Maybe some of those people brought a friend, but that's not the big attraction that you want after, after making efforts for marketing. So the effort for marketing that you can do when you're going to do your park workouts is put up some fucking signs that let people know what's going on. Okay. Create a Facebook event. By the way, I don't know where you're at here. Facebook events suck now. It's way worse. Navigating them is worse. They're very not used much anymore, but it still is a thing you should do because it costs you no money, okay? Create a Facebook event saying we're having a free community workout in the park. Come check it out if you want to know what's up. We're going to do it this Saturday, this time. Um, let it make it in that thing. And know it's welcome to the public, encourage all your members to share that event. You can shoot that out via email. I've given this away, fuck. Whatever guys, good Um, luck with this strategy. I'm gonna give it to you, right? But these are the layers that matter, right? Having a pop-up class doesn't fucking mean anything if you don't add these layers. Right? So add the layers, have your email, all your members post about it on social media, create the event, ask people to share that event on Facebook, ask people to share it on their Instagram stories, tell them to be inviting. It needs to be welcoming. It does not need to just be people exercising in the park. Now signage outside, meaning to let no Walker pastors, but should be somewhere people go people want to see so that even if people aren't going to join you on that day, you want to be after, by the end of the summer, you want people to go, man, I see you guys everywhere. And that was the piece that Mr. Brower was talking about, was he was putting up, you know, those like feather signs. You can get them like six foot, eight foot, 10 foot. Sure. It's just like a post, sits in the ground. It's very portable. If once you get the base, you can replace the, the fabric the of the sign, yeah. the feather essentially into almost anything, but you can have it save Free workout with your logo on the thing and put a couple of them up out there where you are. you know, welcome to join. Come on in, have somebody there with a smile on their face. Yeah, like sign the waiver. You know, introduce yourself. Hey, get started. Kind of work with them. <clears throat> you should be able to attract some new people, get them in, get leads, get them talking, get them having fun. By the way, a good workout when you haven't worked out in a while, you know, it may be hard, but you're, you walk away from that going, oh, man, I really do feel better. And the rest of that day, they're happy that they came across you. But by the end of the summer, you want people saying, man, I've seen you guys everywhere. You guys are working out in the park. I heard you got the gym. You have that thing. And that is a simple way to make your little fun things in the park really work by tightening up the efforts you have beforehand. Make it efficient for getting leads. And it's like some feel-good community shit. It's everything you that you got into the group fitness business to have. Right? That rules. Well, want one of those. Big balloon guys, Tyler, that are blowing so, all
0: over the place.
1: So not only did we look into this, they're so much more affordable, the wacky inflatable flailing arm tube man or whatever, a lot yeah. more affordable than you think, 150 to 250 bucks and they rock. They totally rock. I also watched that movie, um, that Jordan Peele movie, Nope, this week. The alien, oh, I have not
0: seen that one yet. The
1: Alien Invasion one. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of wacky flailing arm flailing inflatable awesome. tube man in there. It's awesome. Uh, no, but for real, that's cool. You have that couple that in the feather on the corner of your park while your people are there at a good intersection. Like that's awesome. If you I had to promote an event, attention for sure. Of course, and all, and by the way, you're not going to convert everybody. But you know how much that costs you. You're going to do that workout in the park anyways because it's good for you. It's good for your community. It's fun. It's a, it's a change of pace. It is an attractor that costs you no money, <laughs> none. And you can have some of these, anytime you're gonna get these feathers or these outdoor signs that are portable, you can get one that says open house or open to the public or "free join for free or come whatever your thing is. Have it out in front of your gym too, depending on your city's laws, right? So every time people drive by, there's that big feather sign, couple of them, out in your street, They're going to see them as they drive by over and over and over again. That's how you can do front of mind advertising without spending tens of thousands of dollars on front of mind advertising. I worked at a business that had to do front of mind, front of mind advertising with the market that we were in. And you do, you just have to use pure saturation is the name of the game. And guys in a business that's membership based service based, you will shit your pants if you knew how much money that costs to just be, you know, if you're, when your furnace breaks to just be like, in your town to be when your furnace breaks, go, what is the one company you think of? And that's, that costs a fortune. Okay. The cost for us to acquire a new client on average was like, basically they would have to do business with us two or three times in order for us to make it back. But if you're good at your job, they will, you know, so that's just how to make your park workouts work. Right? Just a pop-up class. You want to make it work, do that. That will, that will absolutely work. A very welcoming public pop-up thing. We talked with some of our uh, gym owners in the gear academy about that specifically too. The other one that I liked a lot that I found out due to the guys at Mastonomics, uh, billboards are a lot cheaper than you think. And by the way, if you look around, I don't know about you, and maybe, and it may just be my market. None of the gyms in our area have billboards. They have their signage. But there's just a billboard that every time someone drove by, they it had to hit with them like, shit, I should join a gym. That seems like a good offer. It seems like a nice place. It looks whatever. Whatever the billboard is should be concise. Um, but like every time they drive by, they go, shit, I should join a gym. Shit, I could join a gym. I want to join a gym. That place looks like the type of gym I would like to join. And I think that finding a way to make billboards work is like... It's, it's almost, me, when I had my gym, I never considered it ever. Not even once, because I was intimidated. I thought it was really expensive and for high rollers. And yeah, having a nice premium location with hundreds of thousands of people driving by all the time, maybe that costs more, but I think you can do costs a lot. Costs more block. than what, though? Yeah, Facebook. Cost, yeah. yeah oh, Facebook? Oh. That's tough. Yeah, you want, know how much, $20,000 worth of billboards gonna get you? Fuck, you know? So that's the thing, by the thing- way. Pe- people are gonna, people are now, they're just hip to, the, to ignoring advertising. They're hip to ignoring Facebook ads. They're hip to just scrolling past. Nobody pays attention to anything they see on a YouTube ad. It's five, four, three, two, skip, right? That's what it is. There's no nothing. Maybe there's some return on it that I, I don't know, but I sh- most people are hip to it. So you just need to go back to playing the game that maybe you can just do it a little bit differently. You make a billboard that's just different than what other people's is. You know, just have it be good. There's no other gyms in your space. So speaking on fitness alone makes you the only one that they're seeing. I would love, if you're hearing this advice out here, like tag us in it, put up a billboard. Less than a thousand dollars most likely will get you a couple months. Month or two, for sure. And just see what happens. Have a very specific offer. Have it be. I don't know, it could be funny, it could be clever could just be whatever. But it should be welcoming and should be really easy on the eyes. And it's not that fucking hard. It really isn't. Tanner and these guys put some two up here they've done in the last couple of years. Two billboards for a business that's not even local, just for fun, because it's funny. They did it for content for the fucking uh, a brand that's not even around here. They just did it so they could take pictures in front of it. And it had... And of course, now I don't think they'll do it again because they got so much action locally. People asking about it, like, "What is this? What is this about?" You know, I did not want to talk to shit. I don't want to talk to people about this thing here. (laughs) Right. But you, as a gym owner, you want to be talking to people about this thing. So don't rule those things out. And John, mailing is the other one.
0: Yeah, mailing, and and this really is kind of two different pieces. A lot of the traditional marketing that we're talking about, it already solves one of the more difficult pieces that you're trying to achieve digitally which is targeting the audience that you want to serve now remember episodes ago you and i riffed on the many reasons why um the boomers gen x gen y gen z all everybody why they join a gym yeah. and it was the number one reason why someone joins a gym In every category is how close it is to where they live or how close it is to where they work the number one. And since you know that that's the number one reason why someone picks the gym they go to, you want to just target the people that are in and around the area. Your gym is you can't get better than radio that only can go so far. Newspapers that speak very specifically to a population of where they live and a fucking billboard that's within a couple miles of where your gym is located. You immediately are targeting your exact audience to get that granular and get that good. How many times have we seen folks run digital ads or Facebook ads, Tyler, and somebody who doesn't even f- fucking speak the same language as they or live in the same country
1: is Fill to out ads. a form mm-hmm. to
0: fucking be interested to join your gym.
1: We've seen fa- we've seen digital campaigns spit back stuff that I'm almost certain is bots that are just manipulating your outcomes. How many leads you get? It's it's. I think they're just playing a larger game, and when they're trying to get a person on the phone every time, it shows its face very clearly. Like oh, these these aren't even real people. So that's that's the game you're up against. Versus, let's talk about like a traditional like direct mailing yeah no, can direct mail, marketing you can chart you can charge by or you can direct mail to just a zip code if you like or v- specific mailing routes literally you can pick a route yeah, neighborhoods yeah and so this is the exercise that we help some of our you know coaches and our owners in the gym academy do which is we we'll go through and just help them identify like all right pull me your top 10 biggest spenders that you have in your gym Uh, maybe and then we'll identify some of those that are also what about influencers people that are maybe a a a, not influencers on the internet but a pivot point within their community who you get this guy you get his his wife his business partners his co-workers and then you end up with this cascade i know this i had one family in my gym that was single-handedly responsible for almost 30 members and it started out with my good friend and his sister who joined and then their brother and their wife, and all their, and then their nephews, and then their cousins, and then the, their bosses, and then their family, and that's almost thirty people. Strictly because of them, and all, and then their friends come in. All you really need is to identify the right few, so you can do that with people that have influence and reach. Where do they live? Identify them. Make a profile of that person, not truly that person, but of that type of person. All right, just so you know who those people are in your gym. Identify. What are their names? What do they do? Where do they live? You got their address, I hope, where do they live? What neighborhood do they live in? Where do they go for work? Who else works there? Who do they work with directly? What things do they like to do? So you can decide if we're going only on location, all right, perfect, well, I know where they live. I've identified some of these people that I'd like to to. start, you might find some trends. Well, there's a few neighborhoods right there that I can just pick, and you may spend $300, and that'll, what it'll take. It'll get to all of those people in their doorstep. Make it a great offer. By the way, this is the one time where I would be okay, with I don't like a Groupon, I don't like a full discount or any of this shit, but let somebody come in, be like, hey, come in and we'll talk to you for free, or we'll do a consultation about this, or come and do a free class, bring a friend so you're more comfortable, or do it on your own, but have some more advanced thing, have a QR code that goes right to maybe a scheduling form, but, hey, you wanna meet with us right away, Boom, take a picture of this and schedule it. We'll come and talk to you. You know, we all, and just let them know what you do. Go to your website, can link to your social media. There's a ton of different ways you can direct this from call to actions to whatever the specific offer is. Your mailer can pop really easily by simply not being a boring political postcard. I'd recommend just going with a matte version of what your gym's color theme is. Just one big, bold color. And boom, off you go. And say a few things, get them close, and then just see what you get. You'll spend a few hundred bucks and then you're going to see what you get back. And I think you'd be really, really, really surprised. And you can just rinse, repeat, same neighborhood, different neighborhoods. But now what you're doing is playing the game and you're playing a game at a high rate of return, a game that I hope would make sense to you after I just explained to that, right? This is services. You go right to usps.com and they'll have full things for like direct mailing, mapping tools. They'll have all the stuff you need for going to every single door or being very, very particular. You can do it all through them it's awesome
0: write it down Tyler's giving you all the things
1: yeah yeah write it down but these, you know this is the thing in the gear academy look, I'll throw these ideas out your way what we do when we get in the gear academy is I know we do it <laughs> here you go do this next week did you get this perfect we're going you're doing you're doing you're doing I'm gonna give you this idea and you know how many you're gonna do this next week none if you do I like <laughs> you but you're not gonna do it you've heard, you've heard this, you it. you've heard this wonderful technique mm-hmm. that I've just given you multiples that will give you money. That will replace the need for you to sink money in some shit you don't understand. And you're hearing me right now. You're not gonna fucking do it. Okay. So if that's you, get in the fucking Gear Academy. We'll make sure you do it because we're gonna hold you we'll accountable. We'll make sure you we're do. We're gonna put your feet to the fire. But that's what you got to do.
0: There's one more piece. Then if we are talking about direct marketing, yeah, and this uh, bleeds into a little bit of network marketing as well. And I think kind of event marketing and network marketing. Those two phrases, I think, get a really bad rap for mm-hmm. really good reasons. Yeah. Because we've all been invited to someone's house. And then before you know it, they're now selling me this vacation club thing that I can join. So I can go on seven cruises a year and I just need to join under them yeah. or
1: come on over some buy other some, fucking supplement.
0: Buy some or makeup. Some other-
1: Buy some fucking vegan supplements.
0: (laughs) So so all of those things are why network marketing, multi-level marketing and event marketing can oftentimes give you a bad taste in your mouth. And we've talked about this before, especially when it comes to like selling fitness or selling um, nutrition, just because someone has done something badly does not mean that the thing that they are trying to sell is the problem. They were the problem. And that's what we have to make sure that you apply this to event marketing. So whether they're trade fairs or exhibitions or conferences or sporting events, acti- anything that's happening around your community, the people that live in your community in and around it are at those places. Yeah. So if you have the ability, like you say all the time, you have <coughs> the ability to be charming, to set up a booth, to have some items, to be able to interact with people and be a goddamn human, you have the ability to walk away with a whole bunch of leads, have a whole bunch of goodwill. And again, everyone says, Goddamn, I've seen you guys everywhere. everywhere. You're at the fall festival. You're at the October fest event. I saw you guys working out in the park. Like this is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. You guys are always nice. Seems like everyone's having fun. Do you know how hard it is to get that across on a fucking Facebook ads when people are just trying to go yell about the president? That's a whole thing, man. You're fighting an uphill battle. Do I wanna give away the event thing? I'll tell them the event thing, it's fun. It'll be fun. This is a good strategy that'll work if you got the balls to do it, right? So one of the things you can do, all right, we talk about trade shows, things like this. Now, identifying like, oh, there's a health and thing fair that's going on here, right? If there's one that's very much in the health space, sure, maybe you should be around, right? health and wellness type thing. However, those people are probably all on some health and wellness tip already, right? You trying to sell health and wellness to healthy well people? Cool, right? Good luck. (laughs) They're having a big market. (laughs) Yeah, I hope you got a lot of them around. But one of the things I saw just going around here, this is the little uh, small town, South Dakota County Fair. I was running through and there's tons of booths. There's booths for everything. There's people selling copper bracelets that magnetically somehow don't make a a guy able to push you over you know there's all that type of stuff there's scams there's oils there's politicians there's government offices people selling seed clothes there's all this stuff right something for everybody in this thing the question is not what is this event because you're like oh, i'm going to set up my gym at a county fair where people are going to eat corn dogs first off there's plenty of shame that goes on with eating the food that's out there first off so if you want to make think of that type of event right but you know who goes to those things Everyone, that's who, everyone. So everyone in your area, everyone in your region goes to that thing, even people from outside your region. Now in this case specifically, this strategy, I literally, my wife and I might do this next year. And if you do do it before me and beat beat my numbers on this, I'll fucking, we'll put something together for you. But I am half tempted to go through, and as I was walking through this, I just need to set up a booth here for this. So easy, for personal training. It doesn't cost that much money to have those booths at those shows, it might be a couple hundred bucks, right? All you need is a couple of decent pieces of signage. This is a piece that the gym launch folks used to always talk about too. Is uh, instead of opening a brick and mortar gym, if you had to do it all over again, you know what some of them, a lot of a lot of people would say they do is they would just sell nutrition coaching and remote coaching out of just an office, and they would just get set up and put transfer before and after photos around them, and have a decent offer and just come in and sell, run ads and sell, right? So extract the pieces of that that fit your ethic and your ethos, and mine would be, I'll set up here, put some transformation photos, some client reviews, big text, all this stuff, and just say, premium personal training, Tyler, Megan. Okay, that's easy. A lot of these people are not local, so they're not gonna be able to come, right? That's their excuse. But most of them are probably willing to buy some sort of eight or 12-week nutrition coaching thing. Very easily then. You wanna lose some weight, let's talk, right? And you can talk to somebody about it, and they're gonna walk away interested. At the very least, they're gonna take your card. You will crush. I would guarantee I could close 10 to, 10 to 30 new clients in two days for sure. Me. And I would almost be willing to bet I could sell 50 to 100 remote nutrition things because people just keep piling through those things. And you know who's at Midwest County Fairs? People who got some weight to lose. That and meth well, people. Don't sell fitness to the meth people.
0: Fair does it well. So one of the fairs that's here for us, we have the indoor you know, barn facilities. Yes. This is is what I'm talking about is an
1: indoor expo piece. And they force...
0: You can't get to the fair until you funnel through... Walk through. All the vendors. Yeah. You have to go through the vendors. So that's where you find stop just like you're pointing out tyler don't obsess about the topic of the event itself
1: who's there is the only thing that and matters.
0: how is it structured man do yep. they make it to where it's easy for you to be able to be accessed by people's eyeballs do they have to walk mm-hmm. by you yeah do you have a thing for the fucking kids like that's yeah. all you need it works to for trade shows
1: kids. a lot by the way here you know we have like a local home builders show here that has like cbd booths and food products and booths and stuff set up it's just kind of people go so you can set up stuff that's not necessarily a part of the thing. So don't rule out those types of events. You know, if we want to get new members, you should be willing to talk to people and be seen and you better get good at that piece. So figuring that out, I don't know I should, I don't know I should do that next year, huh? Just you I said I should do it just to All right. If I have the bandwidth to take on the clients that would come from it. Maybe I'll just prioritize selling the remote nutrition thing. But there that's a go. piece, by the way, if it's not all people that are local, you need to have a product where you can down sell your nose. It's a big concept. We always say, like, well, no, I don't live here. Oh, perfect. But you did just say you're hoping to lose some weight and that you had some trouble with food. Well, perfect. If you and, Or I can't afford to work with you. Right. I can't afford to work with you. Perfect. Well, you did say you wanted to lose some weight, <laughs> right? And you have some trouble with food. So for 300 bucks here, I'll send you this one-time deal. We'll get you all set up, your food plan, your things, a little bit of habit stuff. I'll work with you You know, remotely for four weeks and then you have the plan to run with forever, right? Boom. That's a very, very easy sales proposition. Give me your card. I'll get you signed up right now. No? Okay, perfect. Here's my business card. Let's chat. Boom. Off you go. So that is a very easy, very, very, very uh, underutilized sales method for gym owners, in my opinion. Your gym's in your community. What are you doing in your community to be seen? Nothing? Cool. You know, you're going to get sales, what you're going to Sales work. Yeah.
0: There's one last piece that we've talked about, Tyler, when it comes to these more traditional styles of marketing. And I think it goes really well hand in hand when we're talking about, these community-based events and network marketing. And so this is where network marketing is where don't think about it as your network is everybody that sells the same supplement powder. But instead, it's going to be who's in your goddamn network. Yeah. Who are the people that are have connections either with you personally, with your location, with your members, and how can you start to audience share with those people? understand that influencers, you used the phrase earlier and we have to now differentiate what we're talking about. No, no, no. We're not talking about influencers on Instagram. Yeah. Well, guess what? That goddamn phrase got stolen by the folks on Instagram to be an influencer. Wasn't had, had nothing to do with the digital space at all. If you were a major player, a politician in your community or an influencer in community, or you are, you've owned a business and that business has been a staple in your community for the last 75 years. They are a major
1: influencer in your community. If people listen to you, if pe- so identify people who are influences, influencers in your community, how many people trust them? And how many people do they reach on a regular basis? You know, if those num- both those numbers are high and the, the type of trust is high, you're set that's that's a great target for you to identify like you you break down your gym right now we talked about this before but like you know medical professionals for me it was huge I had like fuck I don't know probably another 20 or 30 of our members were all hospital employees hospital staff from varying degrees from nurses to doctors to surgeons to all this stuff and those are very, very valuable customers. Why? Because they all spend a lot of time together at work. They all seem to be, need to prioritize health. They also all work really hard and have really high stress jobs. So they like to come in and de-stress at the end, meaning if they come in feeling good and their stress is reduced from their work from because they got their, from their work because of their workouts, because they feel better, healthier, they're going to talk about it. And so they have a lot of influence in their community. And you know what else they have is a lot of people who come in needing to get healthier too. And so find out people who are brokering influence in your town, identify them, make a move. It's, it's, that's a, you guys, you can take this, all the stuff that we've given you, I hope is practical today. And I, why so I went way into the weeds on the execution, right? I won't make you do it and hold you accountable for making sure that next week it's ready to go and that you're doing it now and that you're getting results and you're processing the data that you got to get in the gear Academy for. Yep, but we can, but I sure can. I sure can. So I'll give you this stuff away for free. At some point, y'all are going to have to tell you, tell me thank you. But for now, I do want to know. You do, if you, if you want to take the stuff we've given you for free, this value, run with it and get returned, just tell me. Because one of the most valuable things for me, one, is, is knowing uh, that the stuff we're doing is having a reach and an impact out in the world. And the second thing is I want the data. The data matters to me this strategy worked this well if you're doing it and you're not paying us at the very least let me know how it worked let me know how many people responded let me know how many people bought let me know how this worked so at the very least you throw a little something my way so i can you know refine the system as we go i think that's got it guys don't let ads be scary don't let it be fucking something that you run away from because you don't understand it just do the version of it that you understand on that topic don't let the ads be scary
0: don't let Facebook be the only thing that you're trying to do when it comes to this piece. Start doing all these things first mm-hmm. that are way more accessible because the fact is if you are going to work with somebody that really does know what they're talking about when it comes to social media, they really can be trusted. And they're not going to fucking you, rob you blind because you don't know what the fuck's going on. Then you have to pay top dollar for good people that know and can give you that trust. Well, guess what? If you can do all of these things and do them really well, you will have the money to start being able to play that game to where you're like, you know what? I'm ready to test with $18,000. Yeah. But until you're ready to test with 18 grand, you're not ready. So yeah. stop fucking buying the next thing to help teach you how to do this. It's a waste of time.
1: Yeah. Do what you do well. Yeah. And I think the thing too is, is getting this, take the money. You you do need to take the money that you have and you do need to put it into making sure that it helps you get more. If you close a couple big sales and say you close a couple sales for a couple thousand dollars, you've got a few grand sitting in the pot, sitting in the bank uh, more than you had expected to have this month. Don't go around buy equipment. Don't go buy some new shiny shit. Don't go buy a reverse hyper. Don't get another rower. Just don't. Start learning this process so that your skill gets leveled up, you're able to continue to grow your business, you earmark that for something that will now actually produce for you in the long run. And then that when you're consistently producing an extra couple grand a month forever and ever and ever, then you can buy yourself some one-off stuff here or there. But I see a lot of stuff, people get a good push of cash, they close some good sales, and then they get really short-sighted and go, Yes, I'm gonna get a fucking competition bench press in my CrossFit Gym, you know, which I wanted, you know, I get it. But you wanna be taking the money that you do get out of this stuff because you're you're taking money you have, whatever little money you have because you can't go too deep on Facebook ads, then whatever you get out of these things, make sure you turn into, okay, let me turn this into more. Let me turn this into more. Learn to get in the habit of investing and reinvesting in your business. It's really, really, really important. So that's got us wrapped up for today. Guys, go to the Gym Owners Revolution group. Uh, it's free. Get in there. Join the discussion. Uh, link is in our description. You can follow the show at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Tyler F. And Stone on Instagram and John. And Jay Banks, FL. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. And uh, we will talk to you next week.